Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Hello and welcome to Two in the Think Tank, the show where we come up with five sketch ideas. I will be playing the part of Andy Matthews. And I'll be Alistair George William Tremblay Birchall, but doing Alistair an Aussie George accent. William Tremblay Birchall for the evening. Uh, let me know if I, you need anything in I an Aussie accent. That. Hey? <laughs> what do you think is the most inappropriate way to ask someone if you can bring them something? Mm, yeah. Can I get, can I, can I, can I, can um, I get... grab you a load of... No, I don't know. Uh, okay. you know, what, we, uh, why? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I guess maybe when... I guess this is like if I'm trying to think of... I guess the other day when I did that drive-through uh, COVID test, mm-hmm. I guess mm-hmm. asking one of the nurses like who are just all dressed up in their sort of their plague gear, going, yeah. can, can I get you... I'm just, I'm just driving out of this test. Can I get you guys something? <laughs> Box of donuts? <laughs> I promise to touch the box. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's a pretty. That's a. That's a. Actually, that's a really good example, Alistair. But what you've done there is you've, 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 you've brought a lot of context that wasn't in the original query, and it's hard to come yeah. up with something like for just a sort of a general, inappropriate thing to say. You know, I don't know that there is anything that you, like that you could say that would be inappropriate in absolutely every scenario. Because well, no, well, the, the one I gave you was a scenario in which it would normally be a quite a nice thing to offer. Can I get you something? Sure, sure. Yeah. Um, so that's, you know, so that's, then, it's, then you just shift in the context to find a situation in which it's bad. Yeah, yeah. Well, Do you think well, there's anything that you, can't, that, that you can say that is, no matter the context, is never bad? Oh, yes, all right. Um, what, what about, I think you're a beautiful human? <laughs> I guess while somebody's I mean, strangulating what, you to death. Yeah, or what if you're talking to a dog, you know? Yeah, like yeah a that's little true. doggy dog. That you're, a little that you're dead, strangulating little to death. dead dog. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're a beautiful human. I mean, it still doesn't make what you're saying mean. No, but it it does make you seem like like your motiv- motivations aren't pure. No, know? yeah, I mean it. Yeah, it definitely. <laughs> if, if it's going to put something else on their mind yeah. while this is happening. Yeah, you're not thinking nice about me, are you? Um, <laughs> you're not. Oh, but present. this is the thing. Yeah, that context shift. That would be like somebody's strangulating you and they're saying this really nice thing, but then it makes you question whether or not they like you. Yeah. <laughs> you go, or, oh. or they're strangling you and they are saying somebody else's... Strangulating, Andy. 
<laughs> saying somebody else's name. Like, oh, this isn't about me at all. No. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Are you fantasizing oh. about strangling someone else? Oh. <laughs> or, I mean, that would be fun if you did that while, <laughs> while somebody was strangulating you. <laughs> yeah, okay. And and you you yell out, no, Michael, no. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's, I mean, that's really good. Like, I, I think this is a sketch idea, right? And yeah. I'll tell you what it is. It's not suggestions. It's not a self-defense class, but it is a class that offers you advice on how to take the joy out of it for the attacker. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> for great. the For the would-be murderer, you're, mm-hmm. you won't survive. But... You can reduce the, what they get out of it, you know? And it's a... What oh, is I'm it? Tim. Oh, I'm Tim. You know I'm Tim. <laughs> We've known each other for years. <laughs> I'm going to be imagining that this is um, popular celebrity Benedict Cumberbatch murdering me. <laughs> You're much shorter in person, Ben. Benedict what was it like Cumberbatch? working with Morgan Freeman? <laughs> Not Morgan Freeman. What's that? Morgan <laughs> Freeman. Very different man. Sure, sure. But related? Who knows? Uh, um. <laughs> I guess both of them. Um, yeah. And and probably some other and their families. But I uh, mean, if you. We're doing a bit like that while somebody's strangling you, mm. right? And they're saying, oh, Benedict Cumberbatch, you look much taller than you do on your films or whatever, much shorter than you do on your films. I mean, you tr- you you try and not enjoy that strangulation. Like as a victim? Yeah, as a victim, it will be very hard not to enjoy it if you're running a bit like that in such an inappropriate time. I saw that YouTube mashup of you pronouncing the word penguins wrong. (laughs) Penguin. Pengling. Penguin. (laughs) Penguin. Is that a thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did a documentary and somebody's cut every single time he says the word penguins. And... (laughs) He doesn't say it right. <laughs> he says either pengling or pengwing. Uh, <laughs> and it's pengwing. A, it's very amusing. Yeah, great. Um, a lot of good content on the internet. Yeah, I'm, I'm also glad to hear he's getting work. I know. I know. Because yeah, uh, the arts can be hard. Art? The arts, working in the arts yeah, can be yeah, hard. Yeah. So I'm glad that he's... Getting continual work. Well, working in the arts can be hard, and so can having an unusual face. Is his face good or bad? I mean, <laughs> let's. You know, we should I mean, know. We have standards of beauty for a reason. Yeah, you know, it's it so seems... that you can you can be confident in these kinds of things. And he it's long and is successful and famous and has, and I think this is this helps a lot. A, a rich, deep voice, and it. Yeah, I think it. It act. It, it would deact. 
neurological faculties in the brain. Well, you go, you think, you think, well, his voice wouldn't be, I guess his voice wouldn't be so deep and rich if his face wasn't good. Yeah. A voice like that wouldn't be hanging around with a face. Yeah. It's like he's got a little honey on his hip. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) You know? (laughs) You know, it's like, it's like, you know, it's Sharon Stone and you go, is Sharon Stone good? But then you see, you know, I don't know, Sylvester Stallone, you know, on her hip. Yeah. She's she's got, she's walking around with Sylvester Stallone. She go, ah, nice guy like that. Wouldn't, (laughs) wouldn't hang out with someone who's bad. This is a really, (laughs) a really well elusive and a perfect analogy, Alistair. Yeah. Took me only about halfway through that to realize you weren't talking about the viscous fluid honey. Uh, yeah. on his literal hip. Um, yeah. Because that... <laughs> A nice honey on his hip, you know? Like Sylvester Stallone. Um, uh, my sons today asked me a question that I couldn't answer. They said, yeah. what colour do you get if you mix silver with red? I would be across all of these, you know, yeah. mixing colours things. I was bamming, I was aquamarining them, I was maroning left, right, and yeah. center. Then they hit me with silver and red. And in yeah. all my... All Training. Everything came crashing down. I had to shout mm. at them and lock them in the shed for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> You'll learn where the red-back spiders live. In this I'll show you what happens when shed. you mix... I'll show you what happens when you mix red with a spider's back. <laughs> This is what I shouted at them. Yes. Yeah. But do you? What um, do you, you think the answer would be? Ready silver. God, shiny red. I saying that. Yeah. <laughs> Shine. I I actually did go with like a a a, a, a shiny shiny. Uh, what did I say? Like a shiny maroon. I. Think. But then I was like, it probably n- wouldn't be that. Maroon. Oh, is maroon or is maroon more of a purple? I don't even know. Oh. Don't even I know anymore. Is maroon got kind of like somewhere between red and brown? Yeah, yeah, maybe you're right. I don't know, I don't know Andy, but um, but let's decide on this. Is silver a type of grey? Well, I don't know. I don't know where it fit. Like, because it wouldn't, I presume, be on any color wheels, along with its colors, which also mm. defy, um, logic. We don't know where which they ones? come from. Flu- fluorescent. Fluorescent colors. Oh, yeah. Like, like shiny. I guess maybe, maybe silver is a shiny gray. But but it's reflective, isn't it? Like real silver is just reflective yeah. and just reflects back whatever is out there. So why does it look yeah. gray if it's reflecting things? But also, I think of mirrors as being gray. And that doesn't make sense because they just reflect Not the room at all. that I'm in. <laughs> Not at all. I mean, I am looking particularly old and haggard right now. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, someone needs to answer this. Why do I think? I mean, is this a a feeling that you've had that that mirrors are grey? 100%. 100%. And I think of silver as being grey as well. But but there is... Because you you polish up and you you get a real nice reflective surface. Yeah, that you think is like a perfect mirror. I think a scientist in a sketch needs to get to the bottom of this. Why do we think of mirrors as being grey? Yeah, scientist in a sketch, eh? Yeah. 
All right, let's put him in there. Let's. <laughs> I mean, uh, these ones are. This would be a good uh, a good entry. My Nobel Prize, uh, my my running series of Nobel Prize sketches. But if uh, a scientist could get the Nobel's, like like these are the sorts of things that nobody else is looking into, but they are ongoing, they are real, mm. uh, they're plaguing people, certainly us, and Absolutely. being able to resolve this kind of shit is um is that's that's prize. What it have you? It plagues me. It could because it it we I consider it that it plagues me because it eats away at me like like so many locusts that have flown into my mm-hmm. mind. So many locusts. And yeah, what what is it? It's sort of like it's not quite the Nobel Prize in common sense, but it's the it's 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 it's, it's something that should be a part of general knowledge, I think. Right? But Mm-hmm. It it is absent, so it's it's sort of the Nobel Prize in 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 expanding general knowledge, not specific scientific or or anything like that, um, biology or whatever. I don't I don't know I mean, quite it really, where it would be. Really, in the way, it's a study of us. It's mm. a stu- study of the self, because we're yeah. fi- figuring out what's wrong with us that we would think this. Not rather like you know, rather than it being a property of. Of a mm. mirror, do you think? Yeah, I have. I, I, I genuinely, I, I cannot answer this question. Cannot answer. Don't know. Don't know. Maybe they're grey on the back. No, they're not. I've seen a lot of them. They're red on the back. Maybe. Maybe the reason why I think mirrors are grey is because whenever I watch a how do you manufacture mirrors video on YouTube, mm. they're always <laughs> in a, in a, you know, like a, fa- like a, like a big factory. And I Freezer guess they've gray. got, gr- they've got, you know, and, and then you think, well, this is the, you know, and the factories are pretty gray. The ceilings are often, you know, maybe gray. Maybe the ground is a bit gray. Mm. And mm. Uh, every every which way and, point that uh, that mirror. Mm. What and is, also, these are is, vir- these are virgin mirrors before they've been sort of spoiled with all the colors of having to reflect things. And am I am I wrong in? Gray is just a light black, or a or a dark white. Dark white. I think it's just... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funnier. <laughs> light black though is funny. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because I was thinking today as well in the, on this topic of, of, when I was discussing colors with the with the boys, mm. discussing colors. Uh, I um, they they asked what you know red and white makes, and I said pink. And they asked what red and blue makes, and I said well light blue because there's no like pink gets a word like we're treating it like it is a different color, but light blue just gets to be a light blue, and so by that token, gray would be a light black or or as as you so rightly put it, dark dark white, dark white. I mean, dark white, it just feels like the name of something. Mm. Possibly a color. Yeah. Possibly Maybe. gray. Maybe a tone. Um, it's very, it's um, very, very us field of, is of there, fashion. Oh, absolutely. Is there a sketch in this, Andy? This figuring out this dark white? Mm. Um, 
Uh, I think. I mean, it's not. It's not a funny scenario. Yeah. Okay. Um. Well, how could we heighten it? Can we get a murderer <laughs> in there? Let's get some people in there. Mm. Um, um. What about somebody who who this question and can't get any answers? Right, and becomes progressively more and more unhinged in their mm-hmm. search for answers. So, like yeah. somebody, you know, trying to get to the bottom of of some conspiracy theory or something in a some movie starring uh, Sean Penn, right? Yeah. But uh, <laughs> but all they want to know is whether or not, or what color are mirrors, and whether or not uh, gray is dark white. And mm-hmm. and you know they they're busting into the heads of the Dulux, Dulux Corporation and you know threatening the CEO with a gun until somebody can yeah. answer this question. And and then, and but then they, I guess they would realize you know you know how like often in one of these movies you kind of your first stop is maybe a wrong turn, mm. right? And then he realizes well they're not responsible for these things. You know mm. like you have to go to the physicists. Yeah. Right? I, but but then it's a it's 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 a language thing as much as it is physics, isn't it? Oh yeah. And then so you gotta go to the semantics. Yeah, and then, and then you've got to say, well, it's you know, what are you going to go to the? Dic- you're going to go to the Oxford English, but then of course that's just a repository of of historical precedents, you know. So then you've got to really travel back in time. Um. You know. Why can't he get answers from people? Because because nobody knows the answers. Also, no nobody knows. Yeah. yeah, not that nobody's answering him. But for he does. Some he reason. does. He does. I guess he he keeps searching for it, and then he you know you would become start to think things from you over time. Yeah, because somebody be must know. It feels like there must be an answer. It's one of those ones where it feels like so obvious. Yeah. Right now, who would you go to to find out whether or not? Like if you needed to know within the day or like <laughs> somebody that you love is oh, going to die. I mean, this is this is because th- that could be the sketch, you know. Somebody kidnaps yeah. your <laughs> your child. Yeah. <laughs> Being some, some little Jack and Jill riddle type psychopath thing. It's a, um, it's a, it's a legitimate question. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, this is a fun. Well, it's a fun movie. Well, then, what do you do? I I tell you what I do. I'd go kidnap somebody else's daughter, and then everybody's daughter moves along one, and Wait. <laughs> but try and get them to find the answer. You know, but that that won't save your kid. You just hope that this other person will find it because you can't be bothered. Or <laughs> no, well, I don't think that I'm going to be able to find the answer. But I'm like, I reckon. But I reckon. I could, uh, I could find somebody. You could get who's away with killing a bet- kid. I reckon uh, this <laughs> get that kid killing done. No, I mean, that I but could- if you, I guess, I guess, if you stole the the kids of ten people, then mm. then you could get ten people working on this. Yes, on this thing. And so then, whilst you're also trying to figure out this question, you're driving a minivan around <laughs> with ten kids in it. No, trying I'm to not- handle this. So. So I'm it's not part to... it's part ransom movie, part cheaper by the dozen. Yeah, <laughs> you know, pyramid scheme. Part philosophical. Why do you know? You know, like and it, and you learn something. You know, it's mm. great to walk out of a movie and have learned something. This is a film, Mel. This is a sketch. Yeah. 
Yeah. They oh, boy. want to know. No, I really like it. Um See, or you just 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 heightened shit. Feels a little bit like that sketch that you like, the Smith's sketch. You know? Yeah, but this is gonna be this is like this is the kind of like you know, like these these modern modern hipster filmmakers that are mm. kind of funny would do. You know? You have an uncut gems kind of situation? No, no, no. It's like it's 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 I mean that is feels like it's kind of based in reality, whereas this is kind of we're grounding it as real, but mm. there's this very ridiculous thing happening. I think mm. it's kind of closer to like the lobstery type stuff, but mm. a bit more intense, I guess, because we're kidnapping kids. So I guess in, I see I see that's the uncut gems part that you're talking about. Apologies, but it's re- isn't that interesting? Like, I I don't know if I've seen this done in a in a saw type scenario, yeah, where you. <laughs> You're like even if you want to get your kid back, you got to kidnap somebody else's kid. Like that feels like a really obvious kind of, you know, thing where like there's this chain that just keeps going. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, it's kind but of, it's, I, then 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 the element where like if you want to get your kid back, you got to kidnap two kids, and then and then those people have got to kidnap four kids, and those people have got to kidnap eight kids, and we get this exponential. Situation where nap, you know, hundreds, thousands of kids. That's that's you know. Yeah, wait. That's, I that, think that I got lost because I started thinking about how you would do a switcheroo. You'd have to like have a lost, like let's say your kid has a lost twin that you know about. Yeah. <laughs> and so you go and kidnap that kid. You've you know, I guess you couldn't when you're giving birth to kids. You find you're like, well. I don't know if I'm old enough to have two kids. I think I'm responsible enough to have one. So you split up your identical twins. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and then one, and then you give one to another family. But then when your kid gets kidnapped and there's a ransom. Yeah. And for some reason you can't <laughs> just save your kid, but you have to just give it the old switcheroo through some kind of like some reverse heist type thing where you're just trying to put something there. Yeah. And get something out. Maybe it's it's like that uh, Indiana Jones thing where the 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 head of the little pillar and you got to swap it for a bag of sand. But it's yeah. more advanced technology now because we're in the you know we're living in the nineties, baby, and yeah. so you got to replace it with an, ex- an exactly the same kid. Yeah, generally, <laughs> you have an identical twin to that kid that you don't care about at all. Well, exactly at all. Yeah. <laughs> But I mean, maybe, maybe whilst after you've kidnapped it and you spent some time with it, mm. and you remember that you are blood related, you could start bond. You know, it's gonna you could start bonding with it a little bit. Yeah, and it could make the switch a little bit that more difficult. Yeah, and then what you're able to do is cut both kids in half, together, so you can have half of each mm-hmm. of the identical kids, and keep keep them. You know, you're a very Absolutely. gifted surgeon. I mean, you could offer that to King Solomon. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Kidnapped King kid. Solomon. So his thing was the uh, two mothers come claiming that a kid is theirs. They threaten, well, we'll, this is obvious, we'll cut the kid in half. 
Yeah. Everyone talks about it being the wisdom of Solomon. But what if he was just a psycho? Yeah, he you could know? have been a psycho. I mean, it feels <laughs> what, like a very king thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. It actually feels more plausible to me that he was a psycho who just suggested that every every problem involved, the solution to every problem involved cutting a kid in half. And he got lucky this one time. Yeah. Because right before that, he, he actually, there were identical twins. Mm. And he said, we'll slice both. Yeah. So that you guys can each have half like that. <laughs> Rather than just say you take one kid, the other one takes another kid. Yeah. Um, no wisdom. But, but maybe they were wearing handcuffs and he sliced that. Is they there anything in this idea? Kid Solomon? Kid it's, Solomon. This, it's King Solomon as a kid. Yeah. Offering to slice things in half. <laughs> He's real. Is he? Well, but is he wise, perhaps? Is he super wise? He or could is he be not? really wise. Is he just good at, <laughs> good, you know good at slicing yeah well see i'm starting to think that maybe yeah he was a psycho but he also likes to just feel emotionally and morally superior to people so Mm. when he offered and he hurt saw that one woman seem really sad about the kid getting sliced in Mm. half he was like here's my opportunity to seem morally superior to these people as well as sort of financially superior and i have way more power than them because i'm the king yeah. Plus, how how great is it that you get to have a you know like take you know like take care of like sort of Judge Judy style disputes straight up with the king? I think we could absolutely um, do a Judge Judy parody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with King. Okay. <laughs> and and it is just it's it's pretty brief. You're in, you're out. A couple of couple of little scenes, and every time it's cutting things in half. You know what's good? This has got a name already. Yeah. King Solomon's Court. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) What do you say we we cut it in half? Yeah. So, um, so, uh, Michael here, so what is the, what are you... What's the problem here? Well, Michael here, he, uh, on uh, on national television, went on there and he defamed my name. <laughs> All right. What do you say we, uh, we, we slice your name in half? <laughs> I think so King Solomon has a, 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 has a huge guillotine as well in the court. Yeah. Cutting right there. <laughs> He takes the guy's driver's license and he yeah. just cuts it in half. And like every that. and the and the jury, there's a jury, but they don't do anything except for they 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 count down, I guess, for the cut, and they shout, "Cut, cut!" cut He's cut, deliberating because yeah. they always <laughs> want him to deliver the cut it in half verdict, yeah. and he always does. But it's still they know nice that that's what he wants. That anticipation when the jury's really <laughs> shouting for it, <laughs> cut. Cut, cut. <laughs> and when he does cut, they cheer. What? Yeah. <laughs> that's, his, that's his catchphrase. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. 
Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Um, King Solomon's Work. Court, baby. <laughs> uh, when do you think a scenario that is really appropriate to do this? <laughs> like, like a... Well, my first sort instinct of, was at the gorilla enclosure at the zoo, but I feel like that teach them. I think it's the most socially acceptable place to do it, though. Um. Uh, let's see. I mean, you could I maybe guess, you could maybe I guess pass when it you're off. Coming? So- <laughs> 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 well. That's interesting, isn't it? Because it is no, it is not okay to kink shame. Yeah. That what that does is that you can actually get away with away with a lot of stuff if you can pass it off as a kink. You know, so yeah, that's true. You might not sexually want to pretend to be a gorilla, but you might. You might just want to pretend to be a gorilla. Independent of sex, but I tell you what, you roll that into your sex life. Yeah. Suddenly, the thing people is, can't is judge you. This guy doesn't even really want to have sex, but he does it so he can He's act like a gorilla. Yeah. Right at the end. Yeah. <laughs> He's found us the only place that and at the that and at the zoo. That's the only place. He, so he goes. He's got a yearly membership to the zoo. He goes there. It's not as satisfying, you know. It's mm. like those vampires in uh, in uh, you know in. Uh, interview with the vampire when they're sucking on rats ah oh. is that in, that in that movie where he's like he doesn't want to suck any the blood of any more people right and so i think he starts sucking on rats and it's like he goes look it does the thing but i don't think i really enjoy it mm. probably because i think it was set in the plague time <laughs> and they were uh sucking on dirty sort of old english rats maybe yeah but. you want a nice you want a nice clean rat don't you i mean yeah. a rat Actually, like it makes a lot of sense. Like if you can suck the blood out of a living thing, a rat is a pretty good like pocket size. It's basically an up and go, you know. It's a it's a little little pack, energy yeah. pack you can have in your pocket or whatever, crawling around on your shoulders, and then get your get yourself a. It, to yeah. me, it seems a lot more practical than having to, you know, drag an entire human. Into an alleyway, and I don't know. Yeah, it'd be great to just Drain have a box them. of them in the. Fr- do you think you could get frozen ones and defrost them, or do you have to? You have to have living rat, don't you? I think you probably want a living rat. I mean, I don't know. You know, I guess like a you could like you could have like a hibernating lizard. You know, like like one of those um, cold like a blue tongue or something like. Oh yeah. That sort of just shuts down, just lies there. I wonder if like. I mean, they don't. I, I haven't watched almost any of these, like, you know, True Blood or, uh, mm. or uh, you know, any of these vampire series or whatever, Buffy, mm. or whatever. But do, but I reckon, you know, because flies, you know, do they <laughs> flies? You can put them in the freezer and then bring them out, and they'll come back to life. Do you think you could just eat a bunch of flies? <laughs> like, you know, like, do you think, like, if you had to eat living things and you had to have sort of stuff that's a bit like blood? Yeah, yeah. What know, about like, that there's, there's, sort of that that sort of yellow mush that flies are just mm. full of? 
Yeah, I mean, imagine like cicadas would be full of that kind of like weird, like a liquid that would sort of trick the vampire body into like being like, yeah, that's close enough. Um. Yeah, I mean, it, they, they're see <laughs> now, aren't they? All of a sudden. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think their sexiness comes <laughs> just, mostly from their clothes, the way they do their hair and stuff. Yeah, I don't know. You know I, don't I think find that pretty pretty gross. Yeah, but I mean, but also, you're also when you're thinking of them as sexy, you're picturing it because they're biting the necks of sexy people. Mm, you're right. I imagine like if you whatever you, is not to your taste in terms of looks of a person, you know. Um. Say you picture them sucking on that. Yeah, yeah. You see? And picture them biting into the heel of that person. This is this is back to... And, and, and it's, a, it's an ugly heel. It's an ugly feel, isn't it? It's an yeah. ugly heel. Yeah, yeah it's a this, dry this is heel, back to your but... theory about a bit of honey on the hip, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, this is yeah. This is the voice with the face. I should write that down. Maybe is there something to that? Um, no, maybe not. I guess uh, we're just insulting a man's face. <laughs> a nice honey on his hip. Uh, okay. So, did we get anything out of this vampire bullshit? Yeah, I think. I mean, look. Actually, I don't know. I, I was just about to write down vampire who eats a mouthful of flies. <laughs> eats flies. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I no. I, I think that is absolutely. Uh, yeah. You you can definitely get something out of that. They're so sexy, I guess. <laughs> and then that people, and then seeing this guy like you, um, you're dating a vampire. Everyone yeah. is really impressed because they think it's so sexy, and the vampire is one of those good vampires who doesn't eat people's blood. But then, which I guess you it, sort you of, know, yeah. but they do eat. Worried that people will find out that they'll eat flies and think that it's less cool and sexy, and so you yeah. get them back onto drinking human blood um, because of the cachet. I mean, the idea, like, imagine how many vampires, you know, that how many people they'd be able to hook up with, you know, at nightclubs and things like that, and get them home mm. because they're a vampire and they're so sexy. But then they're like, "I want to see you drink blood," and he shows them. Eating a just like a he's just got a box like a cage full of flies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> then he reaches in and grabs a handful of them. <laughs> <laughs> and some of them are buzzing out of his nose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One of them gets up into the nasal cavity and he goes yeah. absolutely insane. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and that would kind of be something that bats would probably eat anyway. Right. You're right. Do they eat bugs when they're in the bat mode? Or do they turn into so. a vampire bat? You'd assume so, but what if they don't? What if they turn right. into just a regular bat and they're what if they, looking for bogong they, moths? Yeah, or they turn onto like a, a flying fox and they're sort of eating fruit in the trees. <laughs> poop it huge, on your car. Huge flocks and uh, poop it on your car, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Flying into power lines. Yeah, oh man. Picuted and shorting out the entire, you know, <sighs> district of Queensland. Yeah. Um, it's a good video. Uh, Alistair, can I change the subject? Yeah. My time, and this is going to be a dud, what I bring up. But anyway, 
was just a, a, I was at a lake today, and there was a jetty there, um, and I saw there was a little plaque on the jetty to say that yeah. it had been opened by the 1973, right? And you know how like like various different authority figures get these kind of like little titles in front of them, like you, a judge is Your Honor, and yeah. Honor is like Your Excellency or something like that. Yeah. Guess what the mayor gets? Uh, darling? <laughs> no. No. My darling. <laughs> the mayor. No, it was it was worship. His worship. Really? His worship. Who's, who's worshiping the fucking mayor? I mean, really? Yeah. His it's... worship. <laughs> Oh yuck! I know. It's a. I real... mean, it was at a. It was at a lake. Oh yeah, I just typed in his worship mm. into Google, and it mm. says first thing comes up is his worship the mayor. Mm. So I don't know how they pulled that off. The mayor's. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, it it's feels like really it, it should be his warship. <laughs> yeah, that's something. Do you think there's any warships on lakes? Um, oh, in case, inla- inland, in case, freshwater, yeah. navy, inland, like yeah, like a <laughs> inland freshwater airport, car- like aircraft carrier, <laughs> right? That's for in case you know you get invaded and you have an inland war. Yeah, but you f- you fight them on the on the beaches, mm, on those sort of weird, sort of <laughs> soggy beaches that have got a lot of, you know. Mm-hmm. And the, the, and then you get into the water. It's real slimy, and there's a lot of slippery rocks. Oh, these yeah, are the real these awful. are this is why you need a specific freshwater navy because it's very different conditions, different buoyancy. You oh, know? That's right. No salt. Yeah, of course. Um, You'd have to make a different ship, slightly different. Yep. <laughs> You'd have to remove all that salt, like anti-corrosive paint, for mm. the salt water. Which would make it lighter, I suppose. I wonder if there are any Except, k- kayak police, because there are police, there are there are bicycle police, bicycle police, <laughs> and I think I've even seen rollerblade police, although that might have been in a. But uh, I, I think, think kayak, kayak police are great, <laughs> especially if they're going down rapids. <laughs> Stop! <laughs> I can't. I'm going with the current. <laughs> They were going down waterfalls and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I love that they they have to go upstream for some reason, and they chuck on the sirens, and then they're paddling furiously, so slowly. <laughs> uh, uh, officer, there's a uh, you know there's a there's a, a robbery uh, at the cabin just upstream. Yeah. Okay, I'm on my way. <laughs> <laughs> it's like three meters away. Yeah. But then the 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 criminal leaps into another kayak and also tries to tries to but um you know uh, paddle it uh upstream and then it's just a really slow race in the reference frame of the stream. In the reference frame of the water, they could be moving incredibly <laughs> Sure, but unfortunately, yeah, yeah. that's hard to pick up on camera. Oh, it'd be cool if it was a cre- it was a town, a small town, 
that had two rivers going through it, mm. one on each side, and one river going up and one river going down. But I mean, like somehow the 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 land is is such that you know it's sloping in one way and then sloping in the opposite way on the other side, yeah. Yeah. so that you've got two real working rivers going in opposite directions and then you've built a canal in between the two that you can ride your kayak to and you can take that as the freeway yeah sick and maybe in between the two you could just have a sort of a still canal in -hmm. between the two that has no current that you can use as sort of a parking area parking area and (laughs) you know also transport because it's like two roads isn't enough if you only use kayaks to get around. I think this could be a show. All right, kayak police in, in kayak kayak police. It feels like there's a there's a good pun or something. Um, to River Town. Kayak. The river kayak. No. Ah um, uh, yes. <laughs> I mean, bridge over the river kayak. <laughs> <laughs> It's just like a small bridge that they've built over what a kayak that somebody's just left somewhere. Every time they and people head who out, are sick of stepping over it. Yeah, every time they head out, they have to say it's time for a kayak attack. Um, that's <laughs> one of the catchphrases in, in this kayak police force. And yes, something that like I think there is a land police in this small town as well. And there's a lot of jurisdictional debates. Sure. Uh, you know, somebody, uh, I don't know, it's hard to, hard to say exactly. Like, you know, whether or not they have jurisdiction over a non-moving body of water. You know, somebody's found in a... In a, in a puddle. And the kayak oh, police good. try to um, try to claim that that's theirs. I really like that, Andy. I, really, I mean, like, that's, that's the storyline for the episode one of this... Mm sitcom i think yeah. we should just start writing just oh, it's pilots. called troubled waters it's absolutely called troubled waters yeah yeah rather than two river town <laughs> kayak police in two river town doubled waters doubled waters <laughs> two waters <laughs> please rapids Rapids. Eh? Rapids. Rapids. Think about rapids. Oh, yeah. Um, Rapid police force. mm, Rapid response. Rapid 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 response. response. Fucking hell. It took us long enough, didn't it? Uh, (laughs) They're furious. Oh, well, you know, at least they're feeling something, goddammit. Yeah, I suppose. Um, That's the name of this episode, by the way. What is that? Rapid response rather than dark white. <laughs> well, that's pretty good too, but it might be considered overly political in oh, these yeah. times. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It's not a it's not a good time. Maybe we could say light black. Would that be better? <laughs> um, I apologize, and I hope everybody in the United States is doing well and uh, taking care of yourselves and each other. Yeah, you hope um, everybody everybody's doing well. Do you, Alistair? Well. Gonna, not gonna- is there a way? Is there a way that every no? I don't like. I. I. You know. I do want the police to be defunded. I. I really like this idea of just like replacing a lot of what the the police do with um, social workers. 
Yeah, yeah. Or like, you know, specific, you know, mental health workers, specific, uh, you know. But also like a lot of the investigative work, right? Like, why does investigative work have to be done by police? Yeah, well, there's that one time when you show up at the warehouse and you look through the door and then the somebody you see somebody running off and they hide somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> so then you've got to unclip your weapon. Yeah, that's true. And then you've got to stand in the door and call for backup. All right. Well, okay. Well, then whoever it is, they don't, they're not police, but they have got a gun and they're allowed to use it. <laughs> and I... So... But... So wait. But, <laughs> Your idea is just give like obviously they still have guns, but they're not police. Does that make things better? Oh God! I mean, to be honest, I I think that would actually fix one of those problems there, where police aren't responsible for any of their actions, mm. and so by by making them not police, um, yeah, you're right. You actually probably would get them to be arrested and and uh, have to mm. deal with those crimes. That they did. Um, all right, we somehow talked about this. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, that's not what I thought we were going to do. But history will nice. be the judge. Um, history, yeah, yeah. How are we going for sketch so, ideas, Alistair? I'm not putting well, any Andy, pressure. I was about to mention to you. I don't know if you know, but we have a, a Patreon, and sometimes if people donate three dollars to our Patreon, they can send in three words uh, okay. as a suggestion for a sketch. Okay, and. Today, we have three words from a listener of who supports this show? Patreon. Yeah, who supports this show, and their name is Lorenzo Tiritico. I'm loving it. Oh, wait, I'm going to try. Like, how many ways do you think that could be said? Tiritico? 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 I'm going to. Tiritico. Yeah. Tiritico? I think that's. It's not going to be Cho. I'm sorry. It seemed like there were going to be a lot more options, but I think you've covered it. Tiritico. 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 Maybe Tiritico. Anyway, <laughs> thank you very much, Lorenzo. Thank you, and I apologize. You know, it's just, we're just exploring with, we, we and we have no help. I mean, Andy's no help. I'm, um, I'm bringing absolutely nothing. Andy, do you want to try and guess yeah, yeah, what yeah. one of the words is? Um, Quasimodo? Oh, close. I mean, I'm guessing you, you, you chose that because of the the inspiration from uh, Lorenzo's maybe sort of Mediterranean name? <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> Is that... <laughs> no. Quasimodo was French. Do you think the, was the, he? France is being Mediterranean? Oh, well, no. Well, I mean, Esmeralda, she didn't seem... I didn't know it was French, but I guess Notre Dame. Notre <laughs> yeah. Dame. You think it's French? Yeah, right. Well, Esmeralda makes me think that it could be from anywhere. It's it's a very I think it was a very multicultural city. Yes. Anyway, I'm sorry. I hope this is not in any way offensive. <laughs> um the th- Lorenzo's three words are passion. Yeah. Christ. Oh. And do you want to guess what the last one is? Of the? <laughs> All no, one King. word. King. Passion. Christ. Yeah. King. King. Oh my Jesus God. is king. This is the most religious suggestion we've ever had. From <laughs> Lorenzo, he didn't say he could He could be from Vatican City. Yeah, you're right. 
This could be our first cardinal. Uh, we actually listener. don't know how many listeners we have in Vatican City. That could actually be where the bulk of them are. Yeah. Uh, whenever I have historically sort of checking the reviews of from different countries, I never actually occurred to me to check how we do in in the VC. Um, yeah. <laughs> imagine if the Pope listens. Oh, I said that'd be nice. Yeah. It'd be nice, but it'd be nice if he mentioned us at one of his big speeches. <laughs> that'd be you so know? good. <laughs> Although you I know? worry that that might bring us a certain level of scrutiny that perhaps we we couldn't totally withstand. But I am I am mostly ready for this scrutiny. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. I think I would deal well with somebody finding something awful that I said in the past. Like this is the this is the one problem with this is that I think that I would be really good at it at dealing with you know people finding out that I did something horrible in the past. But the only way you can find out how truly good you are is for it to happen. Yeah. So you what well, you think you'd deal with it well because you'd be good at apologizing? Yeah, I think I'd be good at saying like you know like at, at uh, responding to it, saying you know look I think I also agree that that is a bad thing to say. Mm. And uh, and that I, you know, I'm sorry. And uh, I probably wouldn't say it now. Mm. You know, not in the presence of all you people anyway. <laughs> you people. <laughs> I see how easy it is to slip up with these things now. I don't know um, if you're as good at this as you think. <laughs> it's good to have that, have that dry run that we just did. Yeah. Um, um, all right. So passion, passion Christ, Christ, King. So uh, I'm aware that in the so the Passion of the Christ torments prior to the crucifixion is that right? And oh, I, don't know. Um, I think like it involved being sort of beaten up a fair bit. I mean, this is what the movie that Mel Gibson made was sort of covering in detail. And then yeah. he had to carry that cross, twelve stations of the cross. I don't know if that's included in the Passion. And the the only bit that has stuck with me because I must have seen it dramatized somewhere, yeah. Not knowing anything about, I had I haven't seen the Mel Gibson film, but I do yeah, remember a bit where a guy offers him water, yeah, in like a rag, a wet rag, yeah. and he tries to drink it, and it's vinegar. Oh, and it that's was a, mean. It was a prank, or. <laughs> <laughs> For his YouTube, <laughs> for his YouTube series, yeah, yeah, you, his wow. YouTube series, he gets water. I mean, look, but it's actually vinegar. We, th- the story seems really bad, mm. but I gotta say, it's not like if you were offered a glass of water and it mm. turned out to be vinegar. Mm. Like, if somebody offers me a rag to drink water from. <laughs> I'm not going to be like, oh, this is going to be t- taste delicious and refreshing. Yeah, okay. I'm going to be like, this looks like some guy's sweaty, disgusting rack. Yeah, dusty. Um, like, what would the what, what what would the washing machine scenario be over there in that time? I don't think uh, it was good. I don't think it was good. Exactly. I mean, some of the, some of the robes looked pretty clean, but then some of the other ones looked real filthy. And uh, and you and you keep your rags on your road, right? On the road. Yeah. We, oh, you're just talking about the quality of the roads. Uh, 
I was just talking about the ra- the robes. Robes. Oh, robes. R O B E. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, oh, the roads. Yeah, great. <laughs> are you, and are you thinking that this guy's rag was one of his old robes? Well, no, I'm just. Ju- if you were inquiring about the quality of their washing machines, and no, I but was I'm saying, tr- like, if if he's got a rag, it's probably not. He's not just buying like right. cloth to You're use right. as a rag. It's probably an old robe. So, mm. you know, he's he's probably and if he's and if he's using it as a rag, I mean, it's probably he's gotten to a point where it's unwearable as a as a robe. Mm. You know, it's probably mm. sweated in it so much that it just stinks every time he puts it on. Mm. Maybe it was. Maybe it wasn't vinegar. Maybe it was just. It was beautifully clean water, and it was the. It was the filthy, sweaty. That had contaminated it, and this guy's been, you know, unjustly. Nice. Or Jesus, I think, has judged him. Yeah. You know, prematurely, but has he ever well, tried also- to drink his own? rags also how would anybody know this unless jesus had gone that was vinegar that was vinegar that jerk just put vinegar on that thing you're right so you think jesus might be a a dibba dobba well i mean amongst other things um he the fact that he's but i mean do you think he did that do you think that's what he did i guess i mean he yeah and he was on his way to <laughs> he was on his way to the um the what's her name the 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 cross there yeah. and i mean did he bring it up while he was on the cross yeah i mean that's right that's, i'm just wondering how how his there, disciples know it is final moments did he point it out to people oh and by the way somebody write this down that guy <laughs> that guy or, you saw that guy who gave me a sip from his rag yeah, it was vinegar. So, if you thought I was having a bad day, it's actually way worse than you think. Yeah, I mean, it could be that somebody was watching as he sucked from the rag, and they mm. saw him wince, mm. and they assumed that it was vinegar. But maybe it was just pain from carrying that cross and that crown of thorns. Yeah, I mean, it's a big it's a big leap to make, isn't it? I mean, it, se- it seems like that person, whoever saw it and assumed that's what it was, had pulled the old vinegar rag themselves a few times yeah you don't think about that unless no is that where your mind goes you've done it yourself exactly um i also wonder i mean maybe when jesus went up to god like he might have god or god put it on like burnt a bush or something like that and let everybody know that way yeah somehow i guess you don't just use a technique like that once the burning bush communication method yeah um, I mean, if that's in your wheelhouse, you're yeah. like, well, because it's like it's hard to think of a as well as as well as go down and tell people stuff to also have to think of a new way of doing it every time. That seems crazy. Well, and and that also doesn't constitute a valid communication system, right? If the form of communication changes every single time, then that's, that's not right. communicating. Those are just random events. You need yeah. to. It's replicable. You need to have a system, right? Language has That's to be right. systematized for it to have meaning. It needs a grammar. Like, what's the grammar of oh. burning bushes? Yeah, that would have been real hard to read. Yeah, especially, you know, you're, you're basing it off so few um, examples. 
because I mean, there's I guess there's there's bush on, bush off. Mm. <laughs> it's you binary. Know? You think it's binary? Do you think he, yeah. Do you think? I mean, that's the kind of. <laughs> do you think he used binary to uh, to communicate with the? Uh, was it Noah? No, that wasn't Noah. That I, was uh, jo- Job. Uh, no, not Lot. Job. Was it Lot? No, the the big one there. The uh, guy, I think he led him through the Moses? through the desert. Moses. Yeah. Right. So um, he, so, <laughs> so he spelled out the Ten Commandments. The ten would have been so easy. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> oh, would have been so easy. That first bit, like Moses would have been going, "This is going to be easy." One zero. <laughs> Great. Wait, but he's doing it in binary, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, wouldn't that mean the two commandments? Well. Yeah, that would mean. I mean, I think that's at first, but then he starts bringing in those letters. Yeah. So then, you know, he's interpreting it into what, whatever that eight bit thing is. Or the, ASCII. ASCII. He's turning it into ASCII, ASCII or ASPI. A- ASCII. Yeah. Yeah. ASCII. Right. Sorry. Um, th- that wasn't an, an attempt to be funny then. That was just <laughs> I didn't know how to say it. Um, um, yeah, anyway. So. He's doing it in binary, and I don't know. Maybe once the numbers get so big, he tries to find a way to. He goes, he's, "Oh, I can't. It couldn't possibly." Is it just the one, one bush that he keeps turning on and off, or is it like is he so. having to do a forest? Like <laughs> you burn one, you leave one. You burn one, you leave one, and then you know that's a real. Um, uh, it's easier if it's just one bush, I think. Yeah, I for, suppose. I mean, unless it's just Moses is in the middle of a forest fire, and he's like reading into it, running around. Running around writing down ones and zeros. Because <laughs> um, this is the hard any... part with with communicating in binary like that. Is how do you do next line? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe you write NL. But then you got to write that in. Yeah, that's true. ASCII. Um, yeah, and how do you do a space? Yeah, space is hard too. In between words, I mean, I guess, I guess, again, if it's all d- being done in ASCII, then there'd just be a symbol for that. I don't know how you tell people it's the beginning or the end of a symbol. Oh, they're, oh if they're eight bit, yeah, all right. I think it, I think it would stand up. Um, I think uh, our binary Bible interpretation, uh, yeah, would be bi- big. I don't know binary. if it's a sketch. <laughs> no, I think it's a sketch. The, the like the way that the bush actually was communicating. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I think if it just took way more time, and mm. maybe Moses had to go get a friend who's like a bit more tech savvy, tech a bit more savvy. <laughs> like a bit more <laughs> clever with this kind of stuff, like a mathematician, you know, mathematician of the time. I think that's quite funny. Yeah. Yeah. The like, like what are we what are we looking at here? Having to debug the bush in some way. That, yeah. You know. I mean, it's yeah, it's telling it's, the bush to start again. It's the equivalent of a um, just an LED light just blinking. Who, yeah. <laughs> or it, who there was there was some guy who di- dictated an no, entire novel and all he right, isn't that like really? um, yeah? I think there is a thing as such as called teletyping. Yeah. Um. So. I think maybe there is a typing system that you could do. I guess if you just think of like, think of those like, you know, an old Nokia 3210 or whatever. Mm. You know, you got limited buttons. I, I assume maybe you can blink and you can look from side to side maybe or or you could just go 
blink, 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 go to every, you know, like there's 26 letters and, and then one space or maybe all the numbers and things like that as well. Mm. Sorry, I was, I was distracted by trying to look up this thing where, um, what, what, what the, what the sh- movie is doing that, but I can't find what it was. The thing I well, while you're doing that, I'm going to start telling that. you today's sketches. <gasps> oh, thank you, Alistair. We've got yell someone else's name while they strangle you. <laughs> right? And this is going to be a, a way of sort of really making the person, you know, it's not going to save you. It's no. like it could be a course or it could just be, you know, you're in that scenario and you go, you know, it's not going to save you, but it's going to make the other person feel bad and maybe make you really enjoy it. Or you could say something like, uh, you misinterpret them to be Benedict Cumberbatch. Um <laughs> a specific thing but if that's one of the standard um, maneuvers course yeah to make their the, the strangulation of you less pleasant mm. that's great. for them um okay we've got scientists why do i think of mirrors as gray when they reflect the room i'm in now look mm. that was an idea in itself that I wrote down, but I don't think it's a sketch. But we've got it here that somebody kidnaps your kid and then they want to know why mirrors seem gray and you have 24 hours or they'll do that. And so then you go and kidnap 10 kids to make them do the same thing. Mm. And then you try and figure this out because really in the end, you're you're probably not going to hurt these kids that you've kidnapped, but you need people to think that. And, And it's really, it's just your kid that's in trouble. Yeah increasing your odds of success right because you're just yeah. one man but that's right yeah and you got to figure that out i mean that's a that's a really most great... kids have the time of their lives most likely i mean they're being driven all around town as you go from lab to lab you know asking different scientists or, or neurologists or searching through the library's uh, academic papers yep and the kids are there the books off the shelves man it's great um we got so this is again it's another kidnapping kid one someone's Mm. kidnapped your kid but you try and replace your kid with its twin (laughs) that you that you had abandoned yeah um and And you can't just replace the kid in your life you want you know and pretend that your kid was never kidnapped no you that's right them with the one that was kidnapped so you can get yours back let them think that they've still got your kid even though they've just got an identical one the good bit would be if you could make the other people think that it was just their kid that was kidnapped in the first place yeah yeah and then you're cut out of the whole equation really it's like you're not even involved and maybe if you could just tell the (laughs) if you could tell the kidnapper that they're actually talking to the wrong person you've this is the guy. This is the number of the guy whose kid you got. Mm. Called the wrong place. Yeah. Go around there. Look at all the pictures on the walls. Kid looks exactly the same. The movie's called, or the sketch is called, Someone Else's Problem. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> um, then we've oh, got... Okay, uh, can I just pitch this slightly simplified version of this? Yeah. Someone kidnaps your kid, and you're like, I don't know, I'll just kidnap another kid. You know? Yeah. Kids are everywhere. I'll just grab another different kid. (laughs) Joke's on you, mate. Uh, (laughs) I got another kid. So you don't actually want your kid back? You're just getting another one? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Sweet. 
It's, it's very simple. Yeah, it's much better. Um, Maybe. We got Judge Judy uh, sort of type thing, but it's King Solomon's court. Mm-hmm. And he just does petty petty grievances and small lawing things. Imagine if King Solomon made as much money as Judge Judy. Fucking hell. <laughs> She's still the highest paid person on American TV. Oh, I think no, I think she was the highest paid person on Channel 10 in uh, Australia. Okay. <laughs> I think, but I think she's hugely rich. And she's probably richer than King Solomon ever was. Mm. She's, I, mean, I wonder how many kings J- Judge Judy is richer than. If you, if you guys know, write in. <laughs> uh, or I'll kidnap who, your kid. Yeah. <laughs> For 24 hours. Or then I'll eat him. Oh, mm. Or her. I apologize. Guy who likes making this? gorilla sounds. It's a daycare sound. system, but they just kidnap your kid. Right? Oh, that's great. But then you also make them go through that big, long filling out of forms at the beginning thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's, why they think, that's why they think you're trustworthy because of all the forms. No, I, Guy, think, I think one of the benefits of having your kid kidnapped is... Yeah. You know, instead of daycare, like they bring them back at the end of the day, you get them back at the end of the day, their kids are found in a bush or something like that. But you don't have to do the paperwork. You don't have to pack the lunches. You don't have to, you know, worry about getting them dressed in the morning or whatever. You just get up in the morning, the kid's gone. The window's open, the kid's gone. And then at <laughs> well, the kidnap- o'clock at night or something, oh, the police show up child at the front, say we've found oh, your man. kid, he's alive. All right, I like that. Wait, so it's <laughs> called the Kidnap Child Care Center. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I really like that. What a dream that would be. <laughs> you don't except even for the like, fir- you except sleep for the, the first through the time. whole thing. You didn't even know they were gone. Yeah, that'd be crazy. Um, <laughs> uh, so, guy who likes making gorilla sound, but not. But he doesn't like having sex, but he but this sex is, is the only time that he can make that gorilla sound when he's orgasming, so he decides to have lots of sex. Yeah, right. Uh, Look, it's I not mean, a great sketch idea. I don't think there's ever been an episode where I've been more surprised by the thing, the sketches at the end. Uh we've got Vampire Who Eats Flies is less sexy. And he's bringing gals or guys home and and, uh, you know, then they want to see him drink blood, but, you know, because he's got that sexiness. But then, anyway, uh, then we got I kayak guess maybe police. maybe he just blends them up. Blends them up I, and I puts like them in a little yogurt. I like to think that he just throws a handful in. Yeah, he throws but... a handful towards his mouth and some of them fly off and some of them... How do you... you know. Do you think, though, that a, a vampire drinking a, like a yogurt or having like a mm. little tub of yogurt, do you reckon they would peel the lid off? And scoop it out with a spoon? Or do you think they would just puncture the top there and just suck it out? Yeah. I don't know exactly how that sucking works anyway. You're not no. sucking through your teeth. <laughs> so, like, that part where you they bite, especially with a really wide open mouth, mm. right? And then which set of holes are you sucking through? Because you're not getting all of them by keeping a super wide, like... Wide open mouth, like no, a big. No, they puncture o. two little holes, right? They puncture two little holes, and then they s- suck, like with the but, fangs. The fangs, because you always see the holes, right? Yeah, but it always looks when they're biting. It always looks like 
like they're biting with their bottom teeth and then with their top teeth as well. Are they biting with their bottom teeth? I guess. I mean, really, to make it happen, to, to get some kind of leverage. Yeah, and so to get, it, I think it'd actually almost be impossible to just get two holes because you would just have to shove your two top teeth in mm. like that. But like, like it would be all about how fast you move your head towards the neck. You'd have to whip right? it down. It wouldn't be about your jaw at all because in order for it to be about your jaw, you would have to sort of pinch the skin mm. in between your bottom canines and your top canines, right? And then you would get four holes. All right, Alistair, next time we're together, let's just bite each other's necks heaps. And <laughs> see and see how many holes it makes. <laughs> then we got, we got kayak police in a two-river town. This is a TV show called Rapid Response. Mm. God, That's a I good love idea. It. We got Moses reads the burning bush using binary. And we got kidnapped child care center. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. We absolutely appreciate it. And On adore. every level. On every level. It's a joy to be able to talk to each other, but then also for you to be there in some capacity. Yes. God, uh, I'm tired. God, I'm We're at tired. two in tank. We're at two in tank on Instagram and Twitter. I'm at stupid old Andy, and I'm at Alistair TB or a Trombley Birchall on Instagram. And you can review us. You can donate to the Patreon if you want. Thank you to everybody who does. Uh, you can also continue living a great life uh, and taking care of the people around you. And uh, we love. love you. You. It's really gotten very s- sincere <laughs> that we love you, hasn't it? Anyway, see ya. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. It's not optional. You have to do it. <laughs> we used to go easy on it, but now you have to. Yeah. Yeah. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 